probably did hate Mayo and we thought it was hate at the time because these guys are trying to take away our dreams. The Football Pod live Thursday, June 2nd in Castle Bar. Check out otbsports.com forward slash events and get your tickets now. Meaningful Metrics on Off The Ball in partnership with Whoop a personalised digital fitness and health coach that helps you unlock your inner potential. See whoop.com for more. Our meaningful metrics this evening are all around hurling. We're going to be talking about particularly Kilkenny's dominance of the Leinster Championship under Brian Cody. Meaningful metrics here on Off The Ball in partnership with Whoop, the personalised digital fitness and health coach that helps you unlock your inner potential. You can check out whoop.com for more information. Now, Mick and Arthur are with us to have a look at Kilkenny's dominance. Um, you've been crunching the numbers, though, Arthur. <laughs> you wouldn't tell me a single one before we come on air. I was like, well, what are we going to be talking about? What are the numbers here? You have to wait till half past eight. Yeah, look, and a lot of this uh, meaningful metrics so far has kind of been uh, almost working off predictions. Sometimes, see, yeah. see what happens. Yeah, see what yeah. happens. We're just going to bask in some greatness. We're just going to look back and just see what it actually, the dominance. Everyone knows Kilkenny have been dominant, looking specifically within kind of the Leinster Championship. Everyone knows it, but... Looking I've, back, I've kind of enjoyed the six years where they haven't lifted Lee McCarthy. Yeah, but the frightening dominance, the frightening nature of it. Like, for instance, right? I feel I did ask you this, so you may have feign that you don't know. But between playing and managing, <laughs> <laughs> how many Leinster championships do you think Brian Cody's won? I was one out when I said this earlier. Yeah. So it's twenty-one. I thought it was twenty. So twenty-one, the same amount as Wexford. Same amount as many uh, of years that many people playing in this year's Leinster championship have been alive. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Like it's just it's a, anyway it's a staggering it's a staggering benchmark to go right there that's what we're starting off so twenty one Leinster championships I'm wondering how many times you have seen Kilkenny in the Leinster championship under Cody you're the one with the metrics I've definitely I've definitely <laughs> watched all the numbers but I'm kind of want to see I want to just get a definitely watched them in all the years that they've won these uh, sixteen titles like or seventeen titles even that yeah. Cody has picked up mm-hmm. as a manager. And yeah, it just feels like that period from 98 on, Kilkenny took complete dominance of the province. If you think about it, they had all the rivalries, even at an All-Ireland level, pretty much for the decade that followed. So Cork and Kilkenny were the dominant rivalry. Then when Cork disappeared a little bit, it became the great Kilkenny team of the late 2000s versus Tipperary. <laughs> then even when, after that magic final in 2014, when you wondered where Kilkenny almost dust because it felt like those players had come to an end Kilkenny still got an All-Ireland Championship in 2016 and even since then at a Leinster level they've still been the best team like you remember Wexford in 2019 because it's so rare that Kilkenny aren't going up the steps I then think of Galway should have won a final behind Covid when they were ahead and then Richie Hogan comes on and scores and Kilkenny win and now Kilkenny are going for three in a row again this season (laughs) and I've no doubt they're going to be competing quite strongly in the Leinster final to try and win that three in a row it's just crazy how much they've won from 98 till now. And it's very interesting even looking back on it today and looking back at some of the videos like how it is as you're saying like it's very much so Cody's first year I think is 99. Mm. So they're coming off I think he plays in the Leinster final that year the first one they win as he wins as manager they're playing All-Ireland winners awfully. Yeah. Which in itself at the time you know, like it was very rarely happen but um well, because I think Leinster, I think they'd already won the Leinster Championship the year before. They'd won 98. So they won Leinster and awfully won the All-Ireland. So you had the whole, yeah, which is yeah. an odd and sort of dynamic. I think that, second time it happened. Yeah. Yeah, 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 second yeah, team yeah. to win through the qualifiers, I think. So, yeah. um, so I, I was looking through it. So from his time, so from 99, obviously for most of that, it's they basically play two games a year and they're gone. Or two games and, and Leinster's over for them. How many times do you think they played awfully? Since 1999. Championship. So, cha- Leinster Championship only. 
Uh, oof, there's a few years for Offaly been away from the Lions Championship, unfortunately. But I'm thinking 1999, 2000, because I was in the All Ireland final. Uh, I ooh, let's see, probably two, three, not four, because they were beaten by Wexford that year. So take that one away. So hold on, I'm going 99. <laughs> don't have to go through it all. <laughs> don't have to go through it all, right? So we'll give you a rough guess here. here. Just give me a guess. Ah, uh, probably about maybe. Ten times, maybe? Ten times on the money. That's pretty <laughs> cool. There we go. Bringing the knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know any of this before coming on air, by the way, in case anyone's going to accuse me of that. Yeah. What well, didn't help is the fact that Offaly disappeared from Leinster for a while, but go on. True enough. How many of them have Kilkenny won? You know, you're right. I, I, I think all ten. Ten from ten. Do you want to know the combined score? Oh, no. I really don't. I just know Offaly haven't beaten Kilkenny in championships since the 98 final. I don't know these stats either, but I presume it gets less mean to Will after this, does it? Yes, it's a <laughs> We've all just gone, yeah, you know, Kilkenny, ooh, they've had great rivalries with Galway. We could have started with that, couldn't we? No. Here we are. They've put 700 points past Offaly. Go on. I'm just staggered by it. In right? 10 games, yeah. In 10 games. It's 28 goals, 232 points, to 10 goals, 141 points. Like, like nearly three times as many goals. A fair few less points. So the, here's the scary part. I can only remember two games that felt in any way competitive in that period between the two counties. And that would have been 99. And there was a year in Tullamore where Offaly got a bang load of goals and it looked yes, like it might yes, push them yes. close because of that. Today, Joe Bergen played really, really well in a hot, sunny day. Outside of that, Kilkenny have ripped them apart. I remember the first game on Sky Sports where Kilkenny ripped Offaly to shreds. Yeah, what a way to introduce too, the audience yeah, in the yeah. UK to hurling. So what age yeah, were you now in? Stadium, it was, yeah. What age were you in 98? Uh, it would have been 11. So you got to enjoy that. Oh yeah, oh man. Like, does, I was kind of, I, I'm kind of, I presume it's a similar thing for, for fans, well you're also a fan of Ulster, of, of Leinster football, like, but with Dublin, but I mean it must have become quite dispiriting quite quickly. Or do you yeah. just write it off, just forget about it from the start of the year? Do you know what? It's funny. It feels a little bit less dispiriting than Dublin's run from 2010-2011. You were saying Why that earlier, that? yeah. Why do people not? Why? I, that's exactly, and even on an All-Ireland level, I never feel people got as disillusioned with the whole thing when Kilkenny were doing what they were doing. It was always kind of more this incredible team, incredible manager, incredible everything else. Mm. With was Dublin, I mean... a chance? Except maybe. for maybe 06, 07, 08 maybe, other than that. We were talking about this in the Pod about how Kilkenny were perceived this week and so we were asking Paul Murphy yeah. about it. And the only time that it seemed that the public were in any way against Kilkenny was when the moniker started to come at the end of their great team that they were being a bit over-physical in what they were doing. Around the time that they were playing Tipperary. Now, helped by the fact they had some classic finals. And that's not to take away Dublin and Mayo have had some yeah. remarkable matches during the period. But it was like people did seem to get sick of Dublin winning a lot quicker than they did Kilkenny. And also, this Limerick team that are currently there right now, it's only starting to turn on them after about five years of remarkable mm. success. You have to, you always have to remember, though, that people hate Dublin. Like, as in, and, and around the country. And I mean you that. This is a national I, thing, I mean it's the that, capital I city. I mean that outside of all of the arguments about natural advantages and unnatural advantages and, you know, negative football, whatever, all the things that come down them. All of that is secondary to the fact that I remember going, my uncle was home from America uh, one time for a wedding and mm. we, were, we, we were down in Clare and we were heading down to the pub and Dublin were playing Tyrone. It was the O'Mulligan goal game. The dummy goal, right? yeah. So that was yeah. the, it was the replay, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'd been actually at Crow Park the week before for the first game. So we're walking down to the pub and Uncle Tony's all excited and he's like, do you know I hope Dublin win today? This is the, this is the hated Tyrone team. Mm. Dominant. Dublin were nowhere. Hadn't done anything in ages. And he said, I think everyone will be shouting for Dublin today. And I went, 
you're absolutely mad. I said, there won't be one person in here, Sheffield. I swear to God, when Owen Mulligan scored, you may as well have been in the middle of Oma. The, the place erupted. You know, the roof came off the pub. And this was before Dublin won anything. So that's a very, very large... Uh, uh, I've, I've gone off on one here. Can I give you a theory which is related to exactly what Mick is saying right now? Which is that because Kilkenny disappeared from the top table in the 90s, the great democratic era when you had Offaly and Wexford and Clare winning All-Irelands and Kilkenny weren't winning as much as they have been in the decades previous and particularly what they did in the dominant era, I don't think people minded Kilkenny too much when they exploded from 2000 on. And similarly, I think early Dublin, people didn't have an issue with because the argument and narrative always seemed to be they haven't won a Sam since 95. They've been the great underachievers and you know everyone was winning Leinster up until about 2005. And those initial stages of Dublin doing well and eventually the first couple of Sams, the resentment wasn't there. But then once the dominance started, people turned. God, I don't know. I feel like it was, tr- I felt like it came pretty quickly. And I'm not to turn this into a conversation about Dublin. <laughs> Dublin's dominance. And You're people trying to argue here now that Kilkenny got off but a bit like, easily. We were look, like, again, looking through the numbers there. Like, Kilkenny, again, if we're looking, I know everyone granted there's not a national interest necessarily in the Leinster Championship. But I think we were looking from 99 basically to 2011. They lost once. You're they lost at, one Leinster Championship. You're essentially looking at Galway's introduction, the little we, Dublin spell, and that's about it that cost them at that time. And, like, and it's just, that's... I, like, yeah. I don't know. 2004, wasn't it? The, 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 the Mick Jacob goal, wasn't it? Yeah. And that yeah. was it. And yeah. that was... The, they'd, they'd never been beaten other than that in that entire time. Which is just... I, I just don't remember. And I don't even remember. It's not like I'm fabricating or saying I was angry about it. I remember growing up and you kind of... You wanted them to win. I, I always kind of, I don't know, I just never really liked Tipperary either, but you always kind of, you wanted them to kind of kick on and kind of, you know, there was something much more alluring about, the, something about them that you just, I don't know what it was. It was just more like a... It's like Kerry and Real Madrid too. And like Man United and that yeah. type of thing. I wanted like, them to win the five in a row in 2010. Now a huge amount of it was them playing tip in the final. Hmm. But I was at that match and there was a, <laughs> any neutral there was shouting for tip. Like there was definitely, no. I, th- I think it was, I think people were done with the Kenny. I'm not sure. I, I Like I think there was a neutral, I'd say I was the only neutral in the in the place that didn't want yeah. the, the, and it was purely, if they were playing Galway or someone, I would have been 100% for Galway. You know, I, yeah. think, I think it was just, uh, I think, I think you're right in terms of vitriol and hatred, but I do think people wanted to see new faces at the top. Like, I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. What's the next well, meaningful look, we metric about their success? We were success through it. Um, regular contributor to the show, Eddie Brennan. Yeah. Talking about, just looking through them earlier. And again, I wanted to just go pick a player. And it's hard, like someone like, say, Sheffield with the freeze thrown in and mm-hmm. kind of distorts everything. We were looking through his record and Leinster Championship. So again, from 2000, he was through till about 20. I don't think he played too much in 2011 when he finished, but 2010. Yeah. And he's more or less there every year. I think there might have been one year where he wasn't as prominent. But looking through it again, and it's just his scores. It's not like it's... Uh, how many, I'll, I'll throw it to you again. I'll throw it out to you again. Like the point, his tally, points tally in that time was 21 points, right? Per game? No, no, 21 Oh, I was like, well, hold 20 on 20 points in total. Over the course of that Plus time. Points, really? Okay, just points. Just yeah. points. Yeah. Yeah. 21 points. Many how many goals do you reckon you got? So again, it's only two so games in, a year. in what ten ten so year championship period. So from uh, like twenty one points is pretty low actually. Is. Is. So, so yeah. obviously that's two games a year. Then. So about twenty. That's, that's about twenty games. It averages out. It's just about a point a game. About twelve goals, maybe eleven. Yeah. Eleven goals. Yeah, no. that's a ridiculous strike rate. Better than the goals <laughs> really puts into consideration when you're looking at. It's literally like one every two games is remarkable. Like over that over that span of time, like mm. that's absolutely outstanding. I was, he won't, I hope, well, I hope he doesn't mind me saying it. I was talking to him earlier hey, about that. Next Monday, don't worry. And I asked him, 
I asked him how many goals he'd scored. He remembered them all, and he remembered where they fell in each year. So I think there was a bit of a lean spot around oh five, six, seven, or four, five, six, where there wasn't thing, and it was everything from the one, the two in that year, three that year, one again, and that brought to the point of why I was initially getting in touch with him. I was like, well, I'm fascinated from their point of view. When you're winning that regularly, does it still matter as much? By virtue of the fact you're still doing it, was just you're still taking it extremely seriously. But by the same token. God almighty, he must have 10, he, has, he definitely has about 10 plus Leinster medals, maybe 10, maybe 10 or 11 Leinster medals. And he was saying that from Cody's point of view, huge emphasis was put on it every single time. Every That's interesting because Taggy Fogarty brought that up too when he was asked actually about the handshake. And I'm not trying to bring us back yeah. in time to the handshake, but Taggy Fogarty was saying that one of the important elements is that since Galway have come into the Leinster Championship, Cody has seen Galway as a huge rival because they're a direct rival to win Leinster each year. And Taggy was saying that they spoke oftentimes about how important Leinster was and that's even with round robins coming into Leinster that's even with changes to the All-Ireland structure getting to the end of the year and lifting the O'Keefe is still really important for Kilkenny It's fascinating like it's just and it's obviously obviously for them always it's just going to be a staging post for what they want like it's it's a means of getting to where you it's want It's a direct go. route to an All-Ireland semi-final but even that has changed a bit in recent years And I'm always wondering from your, say from your point of view because I'm obviously coming over from the outside and I'm obviously from Connacht, from Sligo, but links would have been to Limerick and Munster Championship. I also find the Leinster Championship slightly, obviously there's far less allure in how it's presented and built and everything else and how it's dealt with, but I, I always kind of then assume by proxy that, oh, that's dead, pretty don't take it as seriously either, but that's obviously nonsense. Uh, no, it's still an important championship. And even now, like it's not comparing to the competitiveness of how close the Munster teams are together. But even going into this last weekend of the championship, there's still something on the line in every single game. Yeah. Where, you know, for Leash and Westmeath, staying up in the Leinster Championship is probably as important as the teams who are trying to qualify yeah. for the final. And then you've got Wexford just maybe on the last legs after what happened in Cusick Park last week, trying to get through to the All-Ireland Championship and go in Kilkenny, who would have expected start of the year to be in an All-Ireland yeah. semi-final and will want to do that through a provincial final. There's an element in what you're saying that it it's because Kilkenny are so dominant and have yeah, been. like yeah. I mean if you think mo- mo- most memorable Leinster final I can think of was Dublin and Galway in 2013 yeah. and Kilkenny weren't there at all and that was huge you can't tell me that was any more less more or less important than a Munster final uh, likewise when Wexford and Galway played and you know 60,000 in Crow Park in 2017 you know and yeah. it was Wexford bought this huge amount and when Wexford won it a couple of years ago you could like there's no difference in that than the, the, you know, and there's been there's been, you know, dominant dominations in in Munster and very forgettable finals as well. But what happens is it just seems to be a little bit more competitive on a more regular basis, which I think yeah. grabs that allure. And it, it's probably competitive all the way down. You've like nobody thought Clare were going to do anything this year, and now they're in a Munster final. That doesn't happen very often in Leinster. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I think as well when it comes to the Leinster championship, the unfortunate part was the daily year with Dublin in 13 didn't result in them winning a semi-final and get to an All-Ireland final and similarly Wexford came up short against Tipperary in 2019 when they won that flying summer under Davy Fitzgerald mm. so sometimes maybe we forget their Leinster achievement a little bit because yeah. Not they weren't at the ultimate dance. going to Leinster it sounds to me like that uh, <laughs> if, uh, that's the key isn't it <laughs> they're the only ones that can break the Kilkenny dominance the last one I'm going to bring you the last ones I'm going to bring you these are the virtue of Mick here beside me he's done the yeah. hard work for this one this is a harder one to kind of say, ask you how many, but so I'll just lay this out for you, right? Since 1999. Mm-hmm. Cody's first year. Cody's first championship year. The rest of Leinster, including Galway since 2009, okay. have produced 26 different all-star winners. This is seven slightly outside of Leinster, but just looking at the Leinster yeah, counties. Yeah, so Galway players are inclusive. Still looking yeah. at the Leinster counties. So rest of Leinster, 26 all-star winners 
from that's individual hurlers. Mm. Kilkenny have produced 34. It's remarkable. Isn't <laughs> 34 it? different hurlers have won all stars. Gets better. <laughs> like when this kind of puts into thing, to be fair, like and there's people, as you're saying earlier, like about Dahi Burke and Galway, like a few lads who've taken a good few. Yeah, yeah. The rest of Leinster in that time since 99 have won a combined 39 All-Star Awards, right? Spread across those 26 hurlers. Those 34 Kilkenny hurlers since 1999 have won a combined 109 All-Star Awards. Wow. I've gone to Kilkenny. I just have the Without wanting to create a quiz here, you probably could break down quite a few of those 39 of the others if you take Ollie Canning, Di Burke, who've won multiple. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And well, then if you Galway out of that, it's, it's trouble. It's, it's yeah. Ollie Canning, Joe Canning, uh, Dottie Burke, and David Burke. You know, are probably combined uh, for twenty, I'd say, between uh, them. Really. Close enough to it, yeah. And um, then you have like, I don't know. I think Liam Rush was the only other one with two. Rush, saying, Lee yeah. Chin was the first time winner when he won it in twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, I think, so was I, think I think Rush was the only person that had two. Other than that, now yeah. I could be wrong, but they're, they're, it, oh, and Park Mannion has two. I yeah. think that's it. Um, yeah, so there you go. I like there's there's enough to challenge that in Henry Shefflin's house alone. <laughs> yeah, he has eleven of them. But that 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 hundred nine thing just blew, blew me away. Like that's that's uh, one manager has in how many years are we saying? What's it? Twenty. It's twenty four. So this is the twenty fourth so in, in twenty three seasons. Yeah, hundred and nine all stars. Is Staggering. beyond belief. So they're really. averaging a third of the All Star team every year under Cody, essentially. <laughs> yeah. I know there were some years where they were really dominant. Yeah. I There's think others they have none. But by yeah. the same token, they've not. Uh, there was this year, wasn't it? The Limerick won the record for the most. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they've had, you know, they've not won some obscene amount one year that's kind of pushing it over either. It's just consistent bang, bang, bang every single year. Almost. So I think 2007 was the previous record, the year that they beat Waterford and the terrible decision was made to make the man the match be Brian Cody. Yeah. Which still rankles with me. It does. That was a bit stupid, wasn't it? It was. It was. <laughs> I, think. That, I think that's also a measure of where that team was at dominance-wise, though. People mm. didn't know how to deal with it. Well, I am, uh, on the same day, I was like, they should have 15 All-Stars. We should forget about it. Nobody else mattered in this championship <laughs> except them. And then I'm giving out about a gimmicky, uh, gimmicky award. The aforementioned Eddie Brennan was very unlucky not to win the All-Star that day in 2007, but his manager won it instead. Meaningful Metrics on Off The Ball. In partnership with Whoop a personalised digital fitness and health coach that helps you unlock your inner potential. See whoop.com for more.